What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Existential Stoic Podcast, Quick Fix 41, Controlling Emotions. I am Randy. I'm here with my good buddy, Danny. What's up, Danny? What's up, Randy? So today we are talking about controlling emotions. I mean, people are emotional creatures. Now, oh, yeah. why, why might we want to control emotions? May well, I think a lot of times, you know, we we get in sort of the mindset of thinking of our emotions as this thing that happens to us and that we lack control of. So it makes us just respond or react to the world around us. But, you know, I think the reality is our emotions come from us, right? They are our emotions. <laughs> and I think, you know, it's important to recognize that so that we don't have to just act on them. We can also, you know, think things through, take control of ourselves. We can kind of guide ourselves and maybe experience them in a healthy way. That's a really good point. So like taking control, being intentional with your emotions. I also think a lot of the times people want to control the negative emotions. Like nobody's like, I want to have less pleasure (laughs) and be not as happy. It's usually like anger (laughs) and jealousy Mm -hmm. and like all of these things. So, well, you know, it's funny, but I think that's a good point too, though, because there's, you know, that, that pleasure, that excitement that can also lead you in some bad ways too. So I think it's like, you know, you can overindulge, do things that maybe aren't good for you, neglect stuff. So I think it's important to kind of balance them all, right? So that we live the life we want. <laughs> that, that's a very good point. So today we're each going to give three quick fixes, little tips for how to help control your emotions. Now, since I introduced this week, I'm going to start with number one. Okay. So the first one is name the dragon and it shall disappear. Now, this is basically when you're experiencing an emotion, a lot of people don't even realize it. Like we'll be angry and may not even realize that we're angry or we'll be jealous, may not even realize we're jealous. And oftentimes I've, I've heard that our emotional vocabulary is very limited. So even like learning a lot more emotions, because then you can kind of experience a much fuller spectrum of emotions. But the first step, I think, in controlling your emotions is actually recognizing what you're feeling. And we've spoken about this previously, how like a lot of times we'll have problems oh, yeah. and we don't even realize what the problem is. And sometimes it takes a while of just trying to figure out what it is that's going on that, so that it can break. No, I love that one. Cause I think that's, it's so true. It's like, you gotta, you have to make clear what is the issue first, right? Or what is the problem first? Or what is the emotion first? And I like what you said too about kind of expanding your vocabulary, maybe getting a better sense of like, it's not just anger, fear, and happiness. There's maybe variations and things in between. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. I think we have such a limited scope. I love that one. It's a good one. Um, and with that, I think too, so my first one is a journal for perspective. Um, and what I mean by this is, you know, you can ask yourself, you know, if you, if you feel emotional, especially when dealing with others, you know, how would the other person view this? what would their kind of imagine, you know, kind of sketch out maybe like a little story sort of, of what they might've thought, how they saw it. And it really gives you a different vantage point to help you see sort of the situation from different eyes, which helps, I think, also understand our own experience and why we might be having it. Yeah. Yeah. Journaling is a really great point because that does help you kind of get to the root of the issue. It helps you like work out all the stuff that's in your mind, because oftentimes when you're in that emotion, you may be just so angry or so just irritated or so however that you're not able to really see it clearly so actually writing it down it allows you to elaborate on it and actually find the root cause yeah and you can just kind of that's the other nice thing when you write it down too you can kind of let that emotion sometimes run wild on paper if you want and just get it out and then kind of take stock (laughs) you know you know that's a good point so in uh 
I think it was how to win friends and influence people. They were talking about all these like nasty letters that Abe Link- that President Lincoln wrote and like nasty letters that uh, Mark Twain wrote and all these things. And the funny things were that like their wives lifted them from the mail. So they were never sent. But like, <laughs> but the thing was that like in writing that they probably got out a lot of the emotions, oh, but yeah. in not sending it, it was beneficial for both of them because they got out the emotions and also they didn't do the damage of actually writing and sending that letter. So, yeah, yeah, but sometimes you just need to let it be expressed, right? And then it's mm-hmm. off your chest, you move on. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great one. Uh, so my next one is emotion follows action. Uh, so when you are experiencing emotions and you want them to change, do the actions of somebody who would be like that. Like, let's say you're feeling kind of sad. Hmm. Well, start acting like somebody who's excited. Or let's say you want to be enthusiastic. Now, this is just something crazy that I do every morning. But when my alarm goes off in the morning, (laughs) no matter how I'm feeling, I throw my arms up in the air and I'm like, yes, this is going to be an awesome day. (laughs) And, And it's just like the craziest thing. But it gets my day feeling great because I start telling myself this is going to be an awesome day. And I start acting like somebody who's going to have an awesome day. And it generally ends up pretty good. You know, I love that one too, because I know it to a lot of people, it will sound crazy, but the truth is they also found that, you know, like to be happy and positive often requires a level of self-deception. And a lot of times it's just, no, it's, it's true though. A lot of times it's just pretending we're that way, but then it actually becomes the case. And I think that is such a good point because it sounds insane sometimes, but it works. And you just have to start trying it and you'll see that it works. It's pretty self-evident in that case. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And like, I heard it said another day, another way, like a guy was saying how, you know, he realized that really there's two choices in the morning. He can be happy or he cannot. And <laughs> so really he chooses happy. And that's, that's what I choose too, because why the heck not? You know, like well, you're alive anyway, right? You might yeah. as well be excited to be alive rather than, you know, whatever. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's fair. Um, my second one is just, you know, I think we forget to do this all the time, but just slow down, um, you know, especially with emotions, I think, especially strong emotions, jealousy, anger, you know, even like, you know, you know, stress, fear, those sorts of things. There's this tendency to want to act, to want to get out of the way or hide or do something. And I think slowing down kind of just calming ourselves a bit, even, you know, leaving the situation for a moment, anything to kind of keep yourself from just acting. Um, can help you start to process it and figure out how to better deal with it or better express it. That's, that's a really good one. And there's an example, I think I talked about it before from the power of positive thinking, where basically there was uh, a couple guys in an argument and then one of them starts like undoing his tie <laughs> yeah. and he lays down on the couch and everybody's like, oh my goodness, are you okay? And he's like, yeah, I'm fine. I just found that, you know, I was starting to feel a little bit angry and I know that, you know, it's tough to be angry when you're laying down. So I just yeah. decided to lay down and it's kind of the same thing. We're just kind of slowing down and, you know, not realizing that you don't need to take care of, you don't need to solve the world's issues right now. No, you don't. And I like that one too, because it's doing something out of the ordinary that like, almost is like you know it just changes the situation it can't be the same anymore it's a good one i know can you just imagine could you just imagine like the next time you're about to get furious and everybody especially people who know how to push your buttons and who just do it for fun how like they're like expecting they're like oh this is gonna get him he's gonna get really angry and they start doing it and then you just like lay down and they're like oh my are you are you okay are you all right like, what happened and they're like no i was just getting angry so i decided to lay down it's cool yeah it's a good one i like that yeah 
So my last one is track emotions. So this goes off the basis of what gets measured gets managed. And basically, if you have like a watch or phone, you can set an alarm for every hour. And just like when the alarm goes off, just recognize how you're feeling. So it kind of goes back to my first thing where you recognize your emotions. But this actually tracks it over the course of the day. So you can do this for a few days or a few weeks to really get perspective on what emotions you're feeling most often. And then you can do what Danny was talking about earlier, being intentional with your emotions and figure out, are these the emotional states that I want to live in? And if they're not, you can start researching how to change those emotional states. I like that one too, because it just forces you to also just be aware, right? Of what you're feeling, acknowledge it. One of the most important things, which you said, the first one you mentioned, and I think, you know, it's a great way to start doing that because it's just, you know, it's a nice sort of repetitive task you can do to kind of remind yourself and check in with yourself. That self-checking is always helpful. Um, So my last one is, uh, you know, talk to the person. And I think this is important, especially I was thinking too, especially with, you know, interpersonal sort of emotions and problems sort of you know, created by our experiences with others, not letting our emotion dictate the conversation, but just talking, you know, asking them, you know, or even stating, I feel this way, you know, like, um, because of this, you know, and then getting a conversation going. So you can kind of figure out, you know, how do they feel? Did I misread something? Was it a misunderstanding? Because it often is right. And get to sort of a better conclusion or a better sort of point in your relationship where you've gone past it, or at least acknowledged it. Yeah, yeah that's a and, and that's, that's a very, very important skill to build. And I think all of us, no matter how good we are at it, is something we can still work on. Like, I remember from when I was in high school, there was a very clear example of it. I was over at my friend's house and he did something like he broke something really important to his parents. I don't remember what he <laughs> broke, but I just remember his, his mom's statement. And it, it sticks with me to this day because it was like so clearly good with relational uh, conversation. She was like, I'm so angry with you. I still love you, but I am so furious with you right now. And like, I'd almost never heard it spoken that way before. How like, she clearly said, I love you. But at the same time, she's like, I'm furious with what you did. And that's something that I think a lot of us don't know how to do very effectively because we'll be furious. And we're like, I'm furious with you but we don't recognize it. Like we love the person at the same time. Well, and yeah, you, you know, relationships are complex and nuanced, right? You probably have numerous feelings and you shouldn't just focus on that one because it, that's, it's not all there is, right? There's a lot of other stuff there. That's a good example. like that. It's interesting. Yeah. yeah so oh. that in a nutshell, that would be what we call a quick fix on the channel for controlling emotions. <laughs> yeah. And you know, Take nice. your time, be patient, because it takes a while. Just uh, start slow, but I think those are a few tips that'll help you on your way to becoming a Zen master with emotions. So guys, thank you so much for listening. <laughs> Make sure to check us out on the podcast, also on YouTube, and join us for the full-length episode at the end of the week. I'm Randy. That's my buddy, Danny. I'll see you later, Danny. Hey, Randy. <laughs>